The Sabres play the Habs for the first time this season. We'll preview the upcoming matchup, including I got a rant brewing. I got a rant brewing about one Sabre player that is going to be scratched for, for Thursday night's game that I wholeheartedly disagree with. That's coming up here on the Lockdown Sabres podcast. Locked On Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody. Thanks for making Locked On Sabres your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including our YouTube channel. Uh, We love it when you like and subscribe us on YouTube and leave us a comment, uh, whether it be on YouTube or on Twitter, uh, at Sneaky Joe Sports, uh, at Locked on Sabres. The Twitter question of the day actually comes from a couple of different individuals, and I'm going to save it for later in the show. It refers to a player that is being scratched for Sabres and Canadiens. A Thursday night puck drop at 7 o'clock. Sabres return home to KeyBank Center. We'll preview the game, look at the Sabres lineup, look at the Canadiens lineup, and look at some of the betting odds for tonight's game. That's all ahead here on the Lockdown Sabres podcast. I do have one around the league headline to throw in here right at the top. In our sale across the Atlantic Division on our last show, talked about the Boston Bruins and how they've been unstoppable to start this season with a 6-1 record. And I made reference to on that show that – you know, they might see some regression in saves and shot percentage, but that might get counteracted by Charlie McAvoy returning at some point and Brad Marchand returning at some point. The original reporting on Brad Marchand, who had surgery in the offseason, was that he was going to miss a couple of months of the year, maybe December, maybe January, is when he would be back. Marchand is back. He showed up at practice today, and he's playing. He's in the lineup, just like that. Just a stunner in Boston. So the Bruins, who already have been playing out of their minds good to start this season, they get another boost with Marshawn uh, going into the lineup for them on Thursday night. And I believe they play – I had it. Who do they play? The Red Wings. Uh, Bruins host the Red Wings tonight, also at 7 o'clock. Uh, so Marshawn back. And um, Boston more and more looking like a team that is not dropping out of the Atlantic playoff picture. Uh, Montreal is the opponent for the Sabres tonight. A uh, couple of different things to look at. I've mentioned the betting lines in Montreal's lineup. We'll start here, though, with some injury updates before we even get to the Sabres lineup. And it comes on the blue line. The Sabres head coach, Don Granado, meeting with the media this morning, says that Matias Samuelson, who is dealing with a lower body injury, I think we all know it's his right leg. He reached for it in the Vancouver game. Samuelson will miss, quote, several weeks. He did talk about, though, the injury is not as bad as they feared originally. So even though the Samuelson's going to miss a couple of weeks, this is still a very favorable result for the injury and for what everybody was probably thinking in their minds when Samuelson went down and grabbed his knee. We probably thought the season, but instead only a couple of weeks. Granado was on with myself and Jeremy White on WGR this morning, and I asked him about Samuelson, and he went into very strong detail about how important Samuelson is for Darlene and that how there's more on Darlene's plate when Samuelson is not there. He doesn't do a lot of things, Samuelson, that are showy and jump off the page, and you'll see on highlight reels, but it's a guy that makes everything easier for the other four players on the ice, especially Darlene. And... Uh, Granado 
mentioned how Darlene's going to have more on his plate defensively uh, with Samuelson not there. Uh, he skated with Labushkin, obviously, in the last game. So Samuelson to miss a couple of weeks. And Henry Yoki Haru, he has a broken bone below his nose. I guess that is like the bone, like right here, like you're, you're like above your teeth, maybe. Um, week to week for Yoki Haru. So week to week for Yoki Haru, and it sounds like Samuelson to be a couple of weeks as well. So the Sabres blue line is presently constructed is going to be it for at least a little bit. The lineup for Wednesday night, uh, Thursday night. I keep thinking, forgetting what day it is. Thursday night against the Montreal Canadiens consists of a lineup change. So Peyton Krebs goes in. I made the case on our most recent episode of Lockdown Sabres. The man that should come out of the lineup is Vinny Hinostroza. He was horrible in uh, Tuesday night's game against the Seattle Kraken. A lazy play on the first goal by Seattle. A couple of giveaways uh, that led to other goals by Seattle. I would have benched Hinostroza. That is not what is happening. Hinostroza is not getting benched. The man coming out for Peyton Krebs to go in is Rasmus Asplund? Really? Rasmus Asplund is the guy that's coming out. I couldn't believe it when I saw it right out of the gates that Asplund was going to get benched in this game. Asplund is as important a contributor to this forward group as almost anybody. He is legitimately a line saver. You put him on your line and they immediately see better results. Notice the Gergensen's Oposo line has not looked the same since the first two, three games when Asplund was on it. Notice, Middlestat and Olofsson have not looked the same when Asplund is not on their line. Asplund is a possession generator. He is not a goal scorer, although he can put the puck in the back of the net. He is not this elite offensive distributor. He is just a good all-around skater, four-checker, possession player and he could do a little bit of everything he is just such a good player and he does so many of the little things right that it blew my mind to see that he would be out of the lineup now Granado does say this is not a punishment and this is not due to his play no duh there is no reason to look at his play and think that he would be benched because of it he's been great all season so far uh, if you look at some of his advanced numbers on the season Look at his Corsi 4 percentage on the year. 48%. That is seventh best on the Sabres lineup out of 21. Uh, and it is third best, fourth best, excuse me, among their forwards. Um, Cousins and Paterka are two that are better. Expected goals four. Uh, where do we have Asplund? Ninth on the Sabres and fifth among their forward group. So he's been very strong all year. Far from the most deserving player to exit the lineup, but he's exiting the lineup. Granado says it is not because of a punishment, that it, this is a load management type of situation, that they want to rotate guys through when everybody's healthy, that it'll be a rotation. It'll be a rotation. But here's my thing. Who's in the rotation? Is everybody in the rotation? Would Alex Tuck get a game off at some point? Would Tage Thompson get a game off at some point? Is Kyle Poso going to get a game off at some point, even though he's the captain? Who's in the rotation? That's my question. Because I don't believe Asplin, if if there is a limited group, if everybody's in the rotation, that's a different thing. And we could talk about the merit 
and the the positives and negatives to that. To everybody's going to have a game where they sit. Maybe that ends up happening. Like, is there a game Dylan Cousins is going to sit? I can't imagine that. He's been on. He's been unreal. The best forward, I think, all season. Um, but if there's a limited group that's in the rotation, I do not believe at all that Rasmus Asplin should be in that group. I think the group right now, if there is one that should be in the rotation, I mean, who could you argue for? You could argue for Vinny Hinostroza, of course, being in that group. You could argue for Zemgus Gergensen and Kyle Poso being in that group. I guess you could argue for Peyton Krebs being in that group. He was uh, a healthy scratch the last two games. Jack Quinn, maybe. I would say Victor Olofsson is more deserving of being in that group than Rasmus Asplund is. Olofsson is a one-trick pony with a shot. And if he's not playing on your top power play unit, then what good is he? He's just an average hockey player otherwise. So I don't agree with Asplund being out of the lineup. Unless, again, it is a situation where they really are going to bench everybody once uh, if they're all healthy and this is just the next guy in the rotation. But I am having a hard time believing that until we see it. So Asplund out of the lineup against the Canadiens, which means the lines for tonight's game get jumbled a little bit. So Tage Thompson will stay with Alex Tuck and Jeff Skinner. Casey Middlestad and Victor Olofsson, who were playing with Asplund, now will have Jack Quinn on their left wing. I do like this for Jack Quinn. Quinn is getting now an opportunity to play with more skilled players. He goes from Gergensen to Nakposo to Middlestat, who I think has been pretty good so far this year, carrying the puck, showing off his speed, and Victor Olofsson, who we know can shoot the puck on the other side. So a skilled line, Jack Quinn finally gets on. I do like that. The, the other line for uh, lines for tonight's game, Dylan Cousins will remain with J.J. Paterka and Vinny Hinostroza. Peyton Krabs will re-enter the lineup back with Zemgis Gergensens and Kyle Ukposo. So that's the Sabres lineup for tonight, uh, at least up front. The blue line remains the same. Uh, Rasmus Dahlin with Ilya Labushkin. Owen Power with Jacob Bryson and Lawrence Pilot with Casey Fitzgerald. Oh, and tonight's starting goaltender is expected to be Eric Comrie. I like that. That's five of seven that Comrie will start, which means he is being treated as the number one goaltender. Not 1A to 1B. Comrie the number one. Anderson the number two. And I think that is how it should be. And so far, Granado is acting like that is how it is going to be. All right, we'll take a timeout here. What's going on with Montreal? How's their season off? Uh, what kind of start is their season off to? Uh, and we'll go through their lineup. Who's in goal? Will the Sabres see another backup goaltender? Come back and find out here on the Lockdown Sabres podcast with Joe DiBiase. Welcome back to the Lockdown Sabres podcast with Joe DiBiase. We are brought to you by betonline.net, your number one source for betting football, hockey, and the start of the NBA season. Uh, find all the latest player developments. I like using it for my fantasy lineups, using odds to determine a uh, close lineup decision. I'm doing that this week with uh, Daryl Henderson of the LA Rams and Raheem Mostert of the Miami Dolphins. Oh, Mostert's got a higher over under rushing yards. I'm putting Mostert in. Uh, also, news, podcasts, in-depth analysis on every game in every sport. And as always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-minute scores for every sport out there. You got Thursday Night Football tonight between Baltimore and Tampa Bay. The live scores, live stats, and whatnot. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the World Series, MMA, boxing. You got uh, Anderson Silva and Jake Paul this weekend. Golf. Head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. 
Jody Biasi here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. When you're done with us, be sure to make your next listen. Locked On Today's Sports for your, uh, from the games that matter, the most to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Today's Sports, Sports Today, uh, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Sabres and Montreal Canadiens at KeyBank Center. The Sabres' first home game in, you know, a week and a half here. Uh, and Montreal is not off to a great start. They're not off to a horrible start. Three and four. Three wins, four losses to start the year for Montreal. They are expected to be the worst team in the Atlantic Division. They are right now in last in the Atlantic Division. This team is not overly talented. They are in a rebuilding phase. Um they just don't have the talent uh, on the blue line to keep up, and they likely won't have the goaltending. That's been a little bit of a surprise so far this season. We'll get to that in a minute here. But going, looking at their forward group, uh, their top line of Nick Suzuki, Mike Hoffman, and Cole Caulfield, uh, they have been putting up points. So give them that. Cole Caulfield, uh, 22-year-old, first-round pick from a couple of years ago that Sabre fans wanted. Uh, remember when Jack Quinn went ahead of him. Caulfield has five goals in seven games. So six points in seven games. Nick Suzuki leads the way with a point a game, seven points in seven games. Now the one surprise for them has been Sean Monahan. They acquired Sean Monahan as a cap dump in their big trade with Calgary in the off season. And Monahan, um, he was, you know, there's a reason he was a cap dump. He's been bad for a couple of years now in Calgary. His skating completely went away. He became very slow and um, it really relegated him to a net front presence guy and he just hasn't been very productive for Calgary. This year to start the year, he's been, you know, okay. Two goals, three assists, five points in seven games played, playing as a second liner uh, for for Montreal. So Monaghan has been a little bit of a, of a boost for them. Um, it wasn't expected to be, but I'm also not predicting that that's going to stay, uh, remain. So their lines for tonight, Nick Suzuki with Mike Hoffman and Cole Caulfield, as I mentioned, the second line, Kirby Doc at center. They acquired from Chicago in the offseason. He's with Jonathan Druin and Sean Monahan. Their third line, Christian Dvorak, centering Brendan Gallagher and Josh Anderson. And their fourth line, Jake Evans with Rem Pitlick and Evgeny Dadnoff, who was there formerly of the Vegas Golden Knights. Their forward group is not bad. They don't have really any star players, Suzuki and Caulfield maybe could turn into that, but they have a lot of depth. They have Doc, they have Druin, Gallagher, Anderson, Dvorak, Dadnoff. These are all guys that have have been accomplished in the NHL of putting the puck in the back of the net. Their problem is the blue line. The blue line is a disaster. The top pair for Montreal, Caden Gooley, who is a nice prospect, and David Savard. Yuck. Second pair, Jordan Harris and Jonathan Kokaje. I knew I was going to mess this name up. I knew I was going to mess this name up. I've been pretty good on names so far this year. That's one. That's one I messed up. Jonathan Kovavevic. Kovavevic is the way I've been uh, I've been looking it up. Uh, Arbor, oh, I'm telling you, they have tough names on the blue line and in net. We'll get to that. Arbor Shakev, I believe is how you pronounce it. Wi-Fi is his nickname. It's the best nickname in hockey right now. You spell his last name. Rookie defenseman for Montreal. If you saw a highlight of him this year, it was when he fought and kicked Zach Cassian's butt in a fight earlier this season. His last name is spelled X-H-E-K-A-J. 
the best nickname in hockey. Wi-Fi for a guy with that last name. I love it. Uh, Chris Weidman is the other third pair defenseman for Montreal. Oh my God. I made it through the blue line. Thank goodness. So that's the Montreal blue lines, the weakness of their team. They are missing Joel Edmondson, um, but otherwise not great. Uh, the, the goaltending situation. So Montreal's actually gotten really good goaltending. It's not been from Carey Price. If you haven't been keeping up with the Habs, they don't have Carey Price. He's dealing with a knee injury that is really derailing his career uh, and might end it. So he's on IR, long, long-term long IR, which means Jake Allen has been their starting goaltender. Uh, he's been their backup for a couple of years behind Price. He started when Price has been out with injury or personal problems. And Allen is entrenched this year as their number one. He's been great so far this season. Goals saved above expected at moneypuck.com. Jake Ottinger is number one. Jake Allen is number two. But the Sabres will not see Jake Allen on Thursday night because for the sixth time in seven games, the Sabres will face a backup goaltender. Allen will not start. Samuel Montembeau will start against the Canadians or for the Canadians against the Sabres tonight. So they get a little bit of a boost, a little bit of a break. And that is that Montembeau will play and not Jake Allen. Uh, six backups in seven games. Pretty incredible. We'll come back and we will uh, look at the betting lines for tonight's game at Bet Online. That's ahead here on the Lockdown Sabres podcast with Joe DiBiase. Welcome back to the Lockdown Sabres podcast with Joe DiBiase. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. All right, let's look at some of the betting lines for Thursday night's matchup between the Sabres and the Montreal Canadiens. And we look at bet online for them. Uh, so let's uh, let's run through it. Looking at the puck line for tonight's game, the Sabres are a favorite. It's the first time all year that they have been a favorite. But puck line plus odds, plus 137 for the Sabres to win by more than a goal. Minus a goal and a half, plus 137. You bet 100 to win 137. On the money line, just to win outright, the Sabres are minus 186. You would have to bet 186 to win 100. Uh, Montreal on the money line, plus 167. The total for tonight's game is set at six and a half. I've been riding unders all season. The juice is on the over, so plus 117 on the under. That would be my favorite bet of the team bets tonight, is the under on six and a half. Um, My favorite prop bets for tonight's game, though. I hate to keep banging on the same drum, but I love Dylan Cousins' odds every night. They are not changing. And he repeatedly is the Sabres' most consistent forward. He generates scoring chances. He is scoring a couple of goals here and there so far. And I think there still is room for him to grow on that front, that he could score a lot more. Um, He's getting the chances to do it. And his odds are remaining the same. Plus 325 is Cousins to score a goal. I like it. I am actually going to double up on Cousins for tonight. I'm betting plus 325 for him to score. I'm also going plus 125 just to register one point. Uh, And I know I took the under, so, you know, betting any goal scorer is going to be tough. My other prop bet that I like for tonight's game, Jack Quinn. Jack Quinn at plus 350. I failed to mention earlier when talking about the Sabres lineup, we have a change on the power play. Jack Quinn is going to power play unit number one. One, I mentioned on our last show, the Sabres need to get Casey Middlestat off the number one power play unit. He doesn't fit. They've only scored on two of 21, five on four attempts this season. Get Middlestat off. I wanted Olofsson because of his shot, but the next best thing, 
Jack Quinn, who we know has an elite shot also uh, when it's working. Uh, Quinn will go to the top unit, probably trying to boost him and get him going uh, this season. Quinn is plus 350 to score. Give me a, a guy with a good shot on the wing of a number one power play unit at plus 350, and I'm going to take it every single time. So I am betting Jack Quinn plus 350 to score a goal in this game. Uh, by the way, Middlestat will remain on the power play, but on the second unit, uh, second unit for Middlestat uh, with Quinn bumping up to the top unit. All right, that's it for us here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Enjoy the game between Buffalo and Montreal. If you're going, uh, I might be in the crowd. So if you see me, feel free to say hi. Always love talking, chatting with fans. Um, But enjoy the game, and we'll talk to you tomorrow here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Always uh, be free to hit us up with a comment or a question on our YouTube channel, Locked On Sabres, or on Twitter at Locked On Sabres or at Sneaky Joe Sports. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. Who do we want to? Who do we want as our second listen here? Oh, I know. Locked on sports today. Uh, check out Locked on Sports today. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy the game. We'll talk to you tomorrow here on Locked on Sabers. Later.